All right, I restarted. <laughs> that green-shirted dude must have kicked the internet. How is this? Let's see. How's this? I'll wait because I know there's a delay. So let's see. What's the best thing to do during a delay? Is uh, let's play some 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 music real fast. Uh huh. Nobody's saying anything. Let's see. Still off the air, huh? Oh, wait, Andrew hears me. You hear me now? How's that? By the way, that's the uh, Turnpike Troubadours. Uh, restart Mixler, people. All right, there you go. I guess I'm back. I don't know what's going on with them. They're starting to piss me off. Good news is that I'm just going to keep going. Uh, I'm not going to end the show or anything. Not even going to take a break. Douglas is buffering. Is it is it working? Do, do y'all hear me? I, I need you to respond. Uh, look at that. You're out here. Afternoon ass family. How you doing there? Uh, you're out. Uh, I guess I'm back on. I don't know. I don't know. I'll look at your things. Uh, uh, our final mail of the day today, sadly, is going to be this one. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail Mm -hmm. call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, it says, Arnie, just wondering, how did you get involved watching pro wrestling? Interesting enough question. Uh, Let let me go back and and say uh, my dad introduced wrestling to me when I was about eight years old. I watched it on TV, and I, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was really cool, mainly because I got to stay up late to watch it. And uh, it was fantastic. Don't worry, EGB3 uh, cut out for about five minutes. You you didn't miss too much. You didn't miss a whole lot. I was ranting on ESPN and MTV and how they both suck. But now an important question's come in about wrestling. And uh, over the weekend, I did some perusing, because uh, I downloaded the, the Peacock Network, and we get it for free, or the streaming service. And they have the WWE Network on there, but not everything is on. Some stuff is reserved for when you pay for it. But I went through their matches and stuff, and they have the rights to old world-class championship wrestling stuff. And I remember that my first match, I always thought it was August 11th, 1982. I was wrong. It was August 28th, 1982. My dad got me tickets for my birthday. I was turning 11 that year. 
and we went down to Reunion Arena, and, and, and Dad didn't get the best tickets, but we got tickets we could see. And throughout the matches, he was paying attention to where there were seat openings, and he'd move down, move down. By the main event, we were at the back of the we, – we were on the, the floor. And the main event, and this was so cool because I watched it the other day. It was available on the network. And I watched the match. The best two out of three falls match, Ric Flair against Kerry Von Erich. One-hour time limit with a special guest referee from the NWA. Not the usual referees. And I remember, I remember the, the, the one thing I remembered most vividly of the entire night was seeing Ric Flair's head bleed for the first time. And that blonde hair, oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, the card had like Bugsy McGraw on there. Bruiser Brody was on the card. I think Bruiser Brody probably wrestled uh, either Kabuki or Abdullah the Butcher. So I got to see Abdullah the Butcher in my first match ever. That was it. It was Kabuki against Bugsley McGraw, and it was Abdullah the Butcher against Bruiser Brody. But the network only has that one match, the, the Kerry versus Ric Flair match. And since that night, I have been addicted to professional wrestling. I love it. I, I, I do not like the current shit that's out there right now. Think it's garbage. Uh, I like watching the old stuff. I, I like watching, seeing the old videos, hearing the old stories about pro wrestling, not sports entertainment. I understand. I get. I get why they call it that. I look. All right. Fine. And back when it was aw- and it was and what made it was awesome. Everybody always asked me, "Why do you like something you know is fake?" Well, first of all, it's not fake. It's it, it, it's scripted, but you can't fake taking a chair shot. You can't fake getting hit with a leather strap on your back. That shit's going to hurt. Okay, so that shit ain't fake. Is it choreographed? Yes, because those guys don't want to kill each other, because those guys are amazing athletes. And back in the day when they used to travel, and they were on the road for 336 days a year. That's no joke. That, that was like, that's like one of the official numbers that they had. 336 shows they did a year. Sometimes they would work twice a day. You know why I like it? Because it makes me feel like a kid. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with feeling like a kid? We all watch baseball and stuff. We love sports because it makes us feel like a kid again. When I watch wrestling and I'm watching it and, and, and it's good characters. Look, I was, a, I was a grown-ass man when Stone Cold Steve Austin won the world title. But that was still fucking awesome. Whenever you heard that glass break, you knew it was going to be a fucking great performance. So why does anybody get excited about meeting Bruce Willis? Because he can remember a bunch of lines? Well, so do wrestlers. And they're better athletes. So there you go. (laughs) 
They hacked the cyber symposium, and now you, you echo terrorist. <laughs> I miss the glory days of Macho Man, Hulkamania, Roddy Piper. Oh, God. See, I miss those days. I miss the days after the Attitude Era. I miss the days of territories where you had different storylines going. Guys changed their names, changed their gimmicks. Sometimes you'd be a good guy, uh, a baby face in a territory. Yet across the country, you were a bad guy, a heel. It all changed because Vince McMahon wanted everything. And I like Vince McMahon. I ain't got a problem with Vince McMahon. But he's not listening to his customers anymore. He's giving us the same old washed-out, shitty characters. I'll tell you, the best character right now in wrestling is a wrestler who I fucking hate. It's a guy named Corbin Burnson. Or Corbin whatever. Not Corbin Burnson. He's an actor. Corbin whatever. He was King Corbin for a while. Big white dude. And since he's lost his king... He's lost his crown. He's down on his luck. His wife has left him, and he comes to the ring in this tattered shirt, and he gets the shit beat out of him every week. He owns that character. That's a great character right there. There's a lot of things that WWE could do that would change things up, and AEW is coming on. New kids on the block. Hey, they're signing a bunch of people. They're signing a bunch of stars that people actually liked and would go back to watching. L.A. Law, hashtag L.A. Law, yeah, Corbin Burnson. Doink the Clown has always been my favorite, amazing character. Doink was out there, the midget one, Dink. Kamala. You want to get into crazy characters, I'll say Kamala was my favorite character. Turns out he was a truck driver from Mississippi. (laughs) Had the diabetes and lost both his legs. Good old Kamala. But see, we didn't care about that shit. We didn't care about that at all, man. We cared about the entertaining story that was in the ring, and that's all. So there you go. Uh, Jeff, that is how I fell in love with pro wrestling. Uh, As we continue the show because of that horrific dink in coverage by fucking Mixler here, we'll keep going here. (laughs) I found this this story is phenomenal. (laughs) I'm just going to read it to you. Oh, CNN recently promoted the story of a mom of three children who was so nervous about getting evicted. The network even pushed a GoFundMe account to help cover her rent. But it turns out that she wasn't even the mother at all. Nope, nope, nope. CNN caught up with Dasha Kelly last week for a story on the recent eviction moratorium lapse. He referred to the three children as her little girls and noted they could all end up on the street. As the anchor said, mom braces for eviction. Well, it explains that Kelly lost her job because of the coronavirus pandemic and can no longer afford childcare. And her little girls were shown during the segment. However, it turns out Kelly isn't the mother of the three girls. (laughs) Oh, this is so good. 
uh, update after CNN aired a story about her potential eviction. Dasha clarified that she is not the mother of the three children featured in the story. CNN has now verified that she takes care of the children in her home for periods of time. She considers herself to be like one of the moms of these children. Kelly was portrayed as a single mom. Dasha Kelly started a GoFundMe page to try to cover the rent, $2,000. It's a Hail Mary. She says she's praying for a miracle, hoping for a miracle. So let's exploit children, shall we? Oh, that's what so seeing. Kelly, the congresswoman saw you last night on the show uh, in the piece about you and your girls. And she said about you and your children, I, I quote you, Congresswoman, we're working hard for you, uh, and I know what it's like to be their mommy. Um, Kelly, do you have anything to say to Congresswoman Bush tonight? Oh, say it, say it, say it, say it. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's an honor to even speak with you. I'm just so fortunate right now. This is beyond me. You don't understand. Like, when I... When I put that up, I never thought that anybody would. Oh, she's oh, Cory Bush is doing the heart up. sign so back to her. CNN and then to hear that a congressperson. They were all duped. My name is Kelly, and I have three daughters living in Nevada. Kelly wrote the description that GoFundMe. We were maintaining just fine before this pandemic hit. Now we're suffering. We have EBT for food and also applied for CHAP. However, they do not assist immediately. We owe $1,900 for rent alone, not including utilities. I'll figure out utilities by pawning a few things. As you know, it's entirely still too hot to be homeless. My daughters are five, six. So she lied. She lied on the, the GoFundMe page and CNN didn't do their due diligence. Good job. Whatever this girl makes on her GoFundMe, she can keep it, in my eyes. I I don't know what CHAP is. There's probably another wonderful go government subsidy. Oopsie. Oopsie-daisy. She's not the mother. <laughs> oh, that's good shit, man. That is good stuff. Oh, let's talk about Britney Spears, shall we? Oh, Britney had a bad day yesterday, which is good news for us. That means more titty pictures on Instagram. The judge has denied her request to have Father axed from conservatorship immediately. And now Singer claims she would be posting less on Instagram after fans share concern. Hey, fans, shut the fuck up. We want her sharing. Oh, there is nothing there is nothing better than a spent Britney on Instagram. Here's my Instagram page. All right, Instagram. Let, 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 let's see what Britney has given us today. Oh God, I love you, Brittany. Oh, two new posts. Oh, there she is. There's some guy flying a free Britney flag. And Brittany is Chopping up an avocado or something? Oh, look at that. She's making avocado toast. She is weird. There she is. Oh, yeah, Brittany. Look at them. 
the bikini photos. But the the best ones are still the topless tree shots. God bless Britney Spears. Single now have to wait at least a month and potentially be free of her daddy with the current agreement remaining until the 19th of September's hearing. Oh, just back from work meeting. Bummed I missed listener mail, but what is this I see? You're out. Giggity, giggity. Good to see you, my dear. Hope Texas is treating you well. That's nice. Uh, how long till we get an OnlyFans Britney page? Man, I, if that conservatorship goes for that, I'm all for it. Uh, they, if they wondered what would crash the internet, if Britney Spears did an OnlyFans fucking page, the internet would break. Old fucking scumbags like me, young everybody, everybody loves Britney. Why? Because she's still Britney. She's still that. You can't see any posts on here? Why not? Do you not have your thing open? You should be able to. All these people are talking about free Britney, but don't know the whole story. I'm sure the judge has a lot of information. Oh, God, yeah, Douglas. Look, I, I think Britney is a little on, on the cuckoo side. That's okay. That, that, that's fine that she's on the cuckoo side. I appreciate her being on the cuckoo side. I might have to restart. Yeah, you might have to. Please do. Mixler is being an asshole today. I don't get it. It's the new farewell season. When does that start for, for Ellen? I got to get some good Ellen jokes, too. Uh, Spears told fans on Monday she will be posting less on her Instagram after she was told, be more cautious. No! No! Gosh. And her sister's being a bitch, too. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, there she is in a dress. Good God. And there's her mom, her evil mother. Why'd they do this to poor Brittany? All we want is the fucking crazy-ass fucking pop star that she was to come back and entertain us with her lip-syncing and provocative dancing. That's all. Am I asking for too much? I, I, I love to live in a world where lip-syncing and provocative dancing you pay tooth and nail for to get. I want it to be Britney. I don't want to see Rihanna lip-syncing and provocative dancing. Nothing against her, but she's not Brittany. <laughs> Douglas, take it from someone who has dated crazy swamp bitches that just has enough material for a three-season Tiger King expose minimum. <laughs> Oh, I wish they would. I wish they would Tiger King Britney. Oh, just to see what it's like to live with her. See, look, and, and now I, you know what? I just saw something. And let me say this to Generation Z and Millennials. God, I am so sorry. I I apologize. I, I, am, I am sad. I just now finally put this together after seeing this picture. Your hot pop star of the day is Billie Eilish. No wonder why you hate us so much. You you get Swamp Thing, and we get fucking Britney. 
Oh, God. I, I, and, and I got to say right now, I am tired of all the people defending anything that Billie Eilish looks at. Billie Eilish is frumpy as shit. Are we talking about sex today, LOL? Well, we're, we're you know, we're, we dabble in it. We got some coming up. Well, do we have it? Oh, yeah, we got one coming up. Oh, after, you know what? I, I'm going to do it after I do this story. After I get done with this story, we're going to talk about something I think is going to happen. This is one of the most crazy, insane ideas I've ever had. But let me finish on this here. Talk about Britney. Because you get me started on Britney. I, 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 I don't want to live in a world without a crazy Britney. But I understand Gen Zers and, 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 and Millennials, you're mad. Because, like, you know, we got fucking prime rib, and y'all got fucking soup. That's the way I look at it. We got this fine meal over here, and y'all got a fucking soup. No, not even crackers. Not a chowder, not even a bisque. Just a soup. Just gave Billie Eilish a look. She's funky looking, not what I imagined. No, she, I mean, look, and, and that's the hot girl of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany, Jessica, Christina, all versus Billie Eilish. Yes. That, 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 look, this is a race that Billie Eilish can't win ever. And the bitch can't sing. Uh, that's the other thing about it. See, this is the other thing I don't get about the music industry anymore. People like Billy Eyelash there and Post Malone. Post Malone can't sing to save his fucking life. He can pick a guitar, all right. Okay, good for him. But he's ugly. Looks like, and everybody says he smells. He just looks like he smells. Everything's on auto tune. Anybody can sing with auto tune. He has auto tune in his concerts. That's dog shit, man. Come on. Yeah, I, I thought y'all were all better than that. Obviously not. All right. It's time. Here we go. Hmm. There's a story out there who that tells the story about how baby Maddox, Jolie Pitt, one Angelina's heart with his big smile at an orphanage in Cambodia and escaped a life on the streets reveals his adopted father who helped the desperate actress get custody. Now, we've all heard about this story, right? Right right about Maddox. He's, he's the kid from Cambodia, carries the, the fish around in the plastic bag on Christmas Day because I guess that's their, their custom, it's their tradition. All right, we all all know which one he is. He's the oldest of the whole wigwam. He was there first. Then she adopted some other kids. Then Brad Pitt gave her a kid and gave her twins. She got like 58 kids now. Only three are hers, but three came out of her body, which means she always sides with them over the other kids. But Maddox has gotten a little old. He, He just turned 20. And, uh, you know, he and, he and Brad Pitt had a, a tad bit of a falling out on a plane ride. 
Remember, that's what sparked the whole breakup, and then Brad Pitt got sober and did all this kind of stuff, and then won an Academy Award, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Now they're in this bitter custody fight, and Maddox is, he's already testified against his former daddy. Here's the prediction. I'm I'm just going to tell you this prediction, because we're starting to see this a lot more, like Sharon Stone's dating a 22-year-old, and good for her, good for her, I'm not... I ain't judging. Men have been doing it for years. I think it's about time these old gals get some fucking new young blood, right? Here's the one that's going to creep you. You ready? You ready? In the next five years, there will be a story about Angelina Jolie and Maddox doing it all for the nookie. I said it, the nookie. You can stick it in her, stick it in her. Oh, yeah. They, they, they will be, I, in the next five years, Maddox and Angelina Jolie will be a couple. It's one of the boldest predictions I've ever made in my broadcasting career. Almost as bold as the one that I made when I said Iraq will build a water, uh, a water park. For my yearly predictions. And what opened on August the 8th? Whatever that year was. A fucking water park in Iraq. So don't question the kid. Are you fucking serious? They're all insane. The whole music industry. Mumble rappers. Little Nas X. Look, they're all. All them. they, They all suck. I saw a Post Malone interview. He actually admits that he uses auto-tune because he can't sing. Great personality and nice guy. Yeah, fucking awful human being. Well, she does have extreme daddy issues. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah yes, we are. Andrew, we are talking about that. Woody and Sunyi style scandal. Like, you know, what do Woody Allen and, and Kodak have in common? They both come in little yellow boxes. That's one of my all-time favorite jokes. Oh yeah, I'm 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 saying that right now. These two will hook up at some point. I don't want to say if they haven't already. I don't want to say that. I don't, uh, and and I'm not going to say it yet. It's happening now. I'm just telling you. Yes, I feel a little bit ooky after saying that. But I do believe it will be true. Oh, it will be true. Uh, Looking forward to the new Jackass movie that comes out this year. I can't wait. Sad news to report, though, that Bam Margera is now suing Jackass and Johnny Knoxville. Over his firing. Hang down, Jen. Who's going to hook up? Well, Maddox, Jolie Pitt, the, the oldest of the Maddox, uh, the Jolie Pitt kids, and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's going to be, I, I think she's been grooming her. He's been grooming, she's been grooming him. That's what I think. You remember the story about Bam Margera? Like, they, they, they put him on set, and they have to get insurance on all these actors. 
Oh, I thought that kid was gay. No, I think that's no, that's Shiloh. That's Shiloh's the one that's the the different one. So Angelina's the new Woody Allen. I, that's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling that. I don't like that I'm feeling that, but hey, I I, I look and sometimes I can see the future. Bam Margera, like, when they do Hollywood movies, especially with idiots like Bam Margera or anybody who's been linked to any kind of alcohol or drugs, you have to get insurance on that actor. Insurance that they'll show up every single day and they'll do their job. That they won't be too fucked up to perform and lose a day of shooting, which will cost them in the long run. Turns out that with Ben Affleck, they couldn't afford the insurance for another Batman movie because he was so fucked up for a while. He's got to be clean for a long time before he can get back there. Bam used to be so damn hot, then he got married, and then he got fat. Yuck now. We've heard of imitating art. This is life imitating porn. There's stepmom sex all over Pornhub. Yep. So uh, the 41-year-old skateboarder has made filings against jackass creators, Johnny Knoxville, Jeff Tremaine, and Spike Jones, in addition to Paramount Pictures. According to documents, he claims the three men pressured him into singing, signing a wellness agreement while in rehab in order to participate in the upcoming movie. Well, that's not unheard of. They made him sign. While he was in rehab, they wanted to make him sign an agreement. Bam says he didn't have the time to run the agreement but, uh, by a lawyer, so it subjected him to regular drug and alcohol tests. Well, that's your fault. That, Bam, that's your fault. You signed it. This is going to get thrown out. He likens himself to the Britney Spears conservatorship. No, 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 different. In addition, the lawsuit alleges that Majera's treatment by Paramount and the Jackass team was inhumane and discriminatory. The lawsuit comes nearly two months after Majera was ordered to keep his distance from Tremaine after the filmmaker was granted a restraining order. Boy, this lawsuit doesn't sound too good for Bam. Bam got all fucked up on drugs. He got all fucked up on alcohol. Then his best friend Ryan Dunn died, and he decided, well, now I can just jump off the deep end. He wants to be a part of a major motion picture. Hey, I'm sorry, but the Jackass movies are major motion pictures. They They make millions upon millions of dollars. And I can go ahead and say, I, I'm going to take Team Paramount here because they have to protect protect themselves. The motherfucker would show up drunk on set. No, you ain't going to get used today, dummy. Hey, it's the worst. And, and here's the bad thing. If he were to say something like, well, we used to be able to, this is the world that your generation has created. Those things you used to be able to do on set, you haven't stood up for them not doing that anymore. Oh, you can't drink on set anymore. Well, why not? Well, you know, we came to this agreement. Who came to the agreement? 
oh, it's the right thing to do. Why? Because it looks good? I, I, I just don't get it. This guy is just, he's so lost. I, 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 I truly do feel bad. As, as somebody who's battled drug addiction and alcoholism in my own life, He's not going about things the right way. He's, he's got to own up for his past and the things he's done and then just move on. Now, if he wants to go back to that lifestyle, then, yeah, he's got to do all those things that are said. Interesting, isn't it? How some people are willing to do everything that's on that list. And then the list changes. Now, see, if that were the case, then I would I would listen to Bam. But Bam's still fucked up. He's still using drugs. He's still doing all that shit. So until Bam gets it figured out, he's not going to be a part of this. And I'm still going to go see the new Jackass movie because I can't wait. I'm tired of shitty movies. Now, I told you I had a story about Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino and his mama, I guess they don't get along. Because he came out and said he's going to keep a promise he made to his dear old mama during a fight never to help her out financially. <laughs> his, his, his mother discouraged his writing and filmmaking career at the age of 12. He was spending his time in school writing screenplays, which his teachers viewed as an act of rebellion. This caused friction between he and his mama. One day, he got in some trouble. His mother noted during a lecture that she was not going to indulge his writing habit any longer. In the middle of her tirade, he said, oh, by the way, this little writing career with the figure, finger quotes and everything, this little writing career that you're doing, that shit's over, he explained. <laughs> mama was not happy. The star went on to claim that he bent big on himself, saying, I'm never going to help you. And he, I, I, good for him. They say he's worth, well, I figured he'd be worth more than $120 million. Hold on a second. That can't be right. Hmm. Net worth of Quentin Tarantino. $120 million. Hmm. I figured he'd be worth a lot more than that. Good for him, though. Hey, that's still $120 million more than me. I choose the control of my usage, uh, usage path personally. Everything in moderation. Good for you. As you get older, either you get uh, past the alcohol or you control your usage or the alcohol controls you. Good for you. That, and, and look, you're absolutely right. I got to that point. Like, the problem was I got to that point a lot, lot sooner to where the alcohol did control me. Until you realize that, you're going to be stuck in that. And until somebody went, and this is why, look, 
I watch the TV show Intervention because I root for those people because I, I was those people. Maybe not as bad as some of those people, but still acts bad. And I root for them because I know what they're going through, and I want them to get to the other side because the other side is so much better. The other side is great that you don't have to be controlled by it. And it freaks people out sometimes when you go out with them. Oh, can, can, can I drink in front of you? Well, yeah, of course you can drink in front of me. It ain't going to bother me none. You know why? Because I ain't drinking. And you aren't going to force me to drink, so we're okay. That's the thing that people don't get. It's okay. Not, you don't always have to go out and get all fucked up. I used to think you did. That was wrong. Do I miss it? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes if I want to escape, yes. I don't miss the hangovers. I don't miss any of the fucking sickness from it at all. So there you go. All right, what do we got left? Oh, we got, oh, man, the zoo fight. That's so good. Uh, no, we keep that one there. Got this one. Okay, let's do this one. Oh, our boy. Oh, no. This is about Joe Exotic. Oh. Going on here in this country, it's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. No, no, you can't, Joe. He has gone on to say, it's if it's stage three or four, I'm going to let it take me. Tiger King Joe Exotic. Reveals his prostate cancer may have spread into his pelvis and stomach in prison. That wasn't the cancer, Joe. That was all the semen. Wait, we're all still doing body shot? Yes, of course. Uh, the 58-year-old former zoo owner said that he hadn't had any treatment in jail since he was diagnosed months ago. Which, uh, I'm, I'm not buying that because that would be fucking violating his human rights. <laughs> and by the way, you're in jail for allegedly paying someone eight grand to kill your, your nemesis on the other side of the country. Um, he was explaining recently forced to undergo a CT scan last week and the results are not encouraging. He hopes to be taken to a specialist for many tests, including a biopsy of my prostate and bladder, colonoscopy, and endoscopy. He just wants somebody rooting around in his ass. Has the prison gotten tired of him? Zach says that he'll refuse medical treatment if the disease has progressed to stage three or four. By the way, how long has this motherfucker been in jail? I thought he got this shit right when he first got in jail. Jesus Christ. I look, Joe Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic has just he's run his course. He got us through the first part of the pandemic, and I gotta say thank you, Joe. It would have been a lot harder without you. But now that we hear you and we find out more about you, 
and what kind of bastion of hate you actually were. I, I, I find you fucking hilarious as shit. But the rest of the world doesn't. The rest of the world is, is played out with the super blonde-haired mullet from Oklahoma. Who got caught. That's a simple fact of it all. He got caught doing something he shouldn't have done. And a lot of people think he started the fire there. I'm one of those people. I don't think Carol Baskin's that bitch really knows anything about the death of her husband. I I don't. I think that Doc McGee fella is creepier than fucking anything I've ever seen in a horror movie. But man, Joe Exotic. He got mad at the uh, the Joe Exotic impersonator in Las Vegas a couple weeks ago. Whoever his his person is that that writes his uh what happened? It fucking back out again? Damn. I'm off again. Holy shit. I'm off again. I don't know what to do. I, I you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm done for the day. Uh let's call it a day. Do to Mixler shitting the fucking bed. All right. So that's going to do it. There we go. Sopranos ending black screen. 